Yeah, when you first start gear, it's like, uh, even if it's just, I just did 200 milligrams of test and it like puts you in that newbie phase like you were when you start training seriously, when you're natural, it gives, you like, putting it, yeah. gives you like a whole new, like you feel like noob gains again. Mm -hmm. So that's something to probably, if you're gonna start taking shit, I would make sure everything else is structured so that you can really get the most out of that first phase of putting something that like foreign yeah, in your Yeah, if your body. diet sucks, it's not a great time to decide to start taking anabolics because I think a lot of times people are thinking they're gonna take performance enhancement, performance enhancing drugs and then look like the people that they idolize. And you're not yeah. gonna look anything like those people if you don't have your diet. Your, yeah. your diet needs to be, in, I mean, in, unless you're some sort of genetic anomaly, You'll your, get, yeah, you'll your get diet strong. needs to be intact. Yeah. You'll I'm get just, strong. You'll get bigger. You're right. I'm just you'll gain muscle. Like Physique-wise, you're not going to look, look good. good. Yeah, it's just going to make you bloated. And your, your, your face will get fat. Your <laughs> neck will get fat. And you'll be bloated. So if you want to look good and make some pretty, pretty like, like giant progress in the gym, I would dial in your nutrition while, like before you start the gear, dial everything in first, then add it, then it'll take it from here all the way up to here. Then your baseline will be just higher. I went from 215, I went from like, yeah, 215 to 225 to um, 230 to 240 hmm. when I first went on stuff. Yeah. And the way that you can kind of tell when someone does that is that the muscle sort of hops on their body. Like the muscle like piggybacks on their body. Like it will jump. We, we would say this when uh, I was training at Ohio Valley Wrestling. We would say that when somebody took stuff, they just gained weight kind of in their neck yeah. and kind of in the surrounding area, shoulders, chest, even without really training them a lot. Um, when somebody just gained weight because they were bulking, you could tell because it would be like more around the waist and hips and stuff like that. And you're like, okay, well, that dude's still natural, and he's still trying just to, like, do, like, a legit bulk. But when guys were lying about it, and they were like, oh, yeah, you know, and you're like, dude, you're red. <laughs> and you clearly just put most of the weight in your face and your neck and your traps. Yeah. Here we go. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
two more. Yep. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Ooh, that got to be hard. Oh. Wow. Then you talk about like not playing your cards Woo. early, especially when it comes to like you know blocks and stuff. You want to like elaborate wow. a little bit. Yeah. So, I mean, I played one of my cards early because I started young, but I also when I say when I tell you that I'm talking about like you still have a lot of training years though too that's important to note yeah but I'm more I'm more talking about like the types of drugs because people don't really like gear there's a bunch of different types of steroids and some in my opinion are more harmful than others so I didn't just start taking gear I didn't do a stack for my first like introduction to gear I didn't I've never tried trend I've never tried a lot of these compounds um, and I think in the beginning for me, I was looking at it like, well, I know stuff like trend causes a lot of side effects and I want to know, I want to know just how my body reacts to one thing first. So documenting and like writing down in a journal or even just being aware of like started 200 milligrams of test on this day. This is what happened. So I note that. So I'm like, I know how my body responds to tests. But if I just start with fucking yeah, trend, deca, d-ball, then I'm like, I don't know what's doing what, and you can't really track much. You'll get, you'll look jacked as fuck. But for me, it just wasn't. I wanted to start like little and and really milk my genetics as far as like just relying on training, nutrition, and then the gear. I really don't even think about the gear now. Like, I'm not really not taking shit. I'd be open to, I've told people, but I'm really not taking much right now. I'm milking them. Yeah, I'm not gonna say that, but yeah. Just playing your cards right. Don't overdo it. Hey, we'll post that on Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I've been doing this stuff for a long time and like, I never go without having my, these are EAAs in here, essential <clears throat> amino acids. And before that, it was branch chain amino acids because we didn't know about essential amino acids. I got that in here as well as uh, some hydration from my own brand, my own company, just to provide like a little bit of salt. But like, if you don't have the dedication to do this stuff, you don't have dedication to like mix up a shaker when you're training. Like I think that steroids are like, it's after you've already been like practicing a lot of these things. If you don't have the dedication to have your cyclic dextrins, you don't have the dedication to have your essential aminos and to meals meal prep and like to do some of this stuff you just it's not it's not an appropriate time in my opinion for you to mess around with that stuff it's like try the basics first yeah try some supplements first it, supplements they have minimal effect they're not gonna they're not gonna really move the needle a ton right but learn the discipline of them and learn what they do for you try them for a while see what kind of results you can get out of that and then at some point when you're appropriate age and you've been doing it long enough you can kind of make a decision where I, i'm a big fan of like doing both so why wouldn't i do both like if i think that this is going to help stimulate protein muscle synthesis i'm not going to not have an intra workout shake or uh i'm not going to not do some of these things because i'm just like oh the testosterone i'm on is going to handle it for me yeah. i want to kind of like double up on stuff yeah i think uh that's 
Yeah, I would have to agree with that because I didn't have everything dialed in when I first started test and nothing happened. I got more emotional. My fucking estrogen spiked. I felt like a, like a, I felt soft. Um, and I didn't, nothing was in place. So I just took test. I was also in a deficit. So I wasn't really getting the most out of it. And I noticed pretty much nothing. I noticed a little bit more muscle fullness, but that was it. And so I stopped the test. I've said this before, it might be one of the videos that got taken down, but took the test, didn't like it, didn't get shit out of it, stopped the test, did a full year off season like Encima told me to do. And all I did was eat, wasn't using test. Um, and I made tremendous gains. And then, then I added test and I got even bigger. So yeah, the food and the everything, all the small details, you gotta lock those in first, in my opinion, before you go do tests. I, I mean, I can only think like, unless you're power lift, like I know a lot of power lifters don't give a shit about, now they do like Joe Sullivan, people like that, but most people just don't pay attention to like the EAAs, the electrolytes, yeah. the, all the fast digesting carbs, pre post workout, all that type of stuff. I trained with like I trained with like four or five other people when I was in high school. Yeah. And uh Cotton. there was only one person out of that group that didn't take steroids through the through their teenage years and it was me. Yeah. You know, which is ironic right now. But I was able to out I was able to outlift all those guys. Like I was able to beat them because they just they didn't love this as, as much. This was like a side thing for them. They didn't take it as seriously. They didn't research it. They weren't so like some of them were stronger than me for like little periods of time where they could beat me on certain things. But I knew and they knew it was mainly because they were just doing steroids and they but they weren't counting for the small stuff. And I was yeah. just like, I don't really care what they do. It's, that's their choice. I'll probably do the same at some point. I always felt like I would do them. Yeah. I didn't really know when, but I, you know, I waited till later on. I was 25, which is still really young, but... I always knew that I would beat them just because I was paying attention to like the details and they weren't really doing that. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'll say something after this about that. All right, let's do a good set. I'm starting to wake up now. Yep. I took a nap in my car. One, two, three up. <clears throat> Shoulders gave out. <laughs> oh, shit. It gets to be scary. Yeah, I you can't know? move it. Yeah, it gets to be scary. You're like, get but, completely stuck. But yeah, on the steroid part, uh, I've known a couple people that just, we've talked about this before, but I think this is the exact topic. We talked about sports yeah. that got flagged. So I'll say it again, but... Um, I know a lot of people who played sports and used, you know, a certain type of 
things like SARMs. I've tried SARMs before, I'll be open. But when they tried SARMs or steroids, they just relied too much on the drug to do the work for mm. them. So they had no base, like zero structure. So they take the, whatever, let's just say D-ball. They'd take the D-ball or the SARM, they'd shoot up in weight, they'd get super full. You could just tell he was on something because the muscle would just be like vascular and full. And then he'd get off and everything would just go away. And that's mm. because he was eating, you know, like Sam Sulek and he was a hard gainer, but he also wasn't training like Sam Sulek. So it was just like a bunch of fluffy pump shit. And he was always confused as to why, <laughs> like he would just go like this constantly and it'd be such a dramatic change. And I think that's because he never, um, he never uh, had a, a base. He never set himself like a structured diet or training. He just took shit, got big, stopped taking shit, got small, up, down, just water. Right, right. It's all the basic stuff though. Yep. Let me hit the set. Oh. Three reps? I think I can do five. I think I'll Need try this next. Oh. Yep. 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 If you think about, you know, who we idolize, who we put on a pedestal, a lot of times it's um, like elite athletes, you know? And I wonder, you know, if someone like, someone like a Shaquille O'Neal, someone like a Tom Brady, somebody like a uh, LeBron James. Um, some of these people, I just had 225 on there. Two plates. Uh, or you want to go heavier? Yeah. Um, anyway, just, just thinking like in terms of like LeBron James and Shaq, let's say. You know, what is it that we admire from them, you know, so much? I think it's just like this innate natural talent, but like why do we... Why do we put that on a pedestal when that was gifted to them? You know what I mean? It's actually really interesting. It's, it's something, if you think about it deeper, LeBron was gifted this body to be 6'8 and 250 pounds. Shaquille was gifted this body to be 7'1 or whatever he is. And he actually is one of the few athletes, probably the, probably the greatest 400-pound athlete of all time. He was 400 pounds. Yeah. I mean, that's wild. It's really rare. To have someone be, you know, that kind of size. So those are guys that are most likely examples of people that are natural. Um, but again, they, they were gifted some tools that the rest of us maybe weren't gifted. And so why look down on someone if they're making a decision to go a slightly different route? It maybe doesn't make as much sense as we, we think it does. Yeah, I think... Uh, mm. I don't want to be a dickhead because obviously I have some growing to do and I have, I've, I haven't been doing this that long, so I can't really talk down, but I will say a lot of these like TikTok kids that I see that have massive followings that are 
super open and promote gear. Um, they're not that, f they're small. Right. I'm like, I look like that, not to be mean, but like you could get that naturally and you're not competing. You're just doing it for TikTok and you're like, I just don't understand that part. I think a lot of people could go without it unless you want to compete. Like I knew I was going to compete at 20. So I want to be an IFBB pro. So I'm going to fucking start right now because I'm not somebody who's that patient. I want to start. If I have a goal, I want to start it now. So that was my decision. But if I was just doing TikTok and had a big following and was making money, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just take TRT just to look better. I would just mm. do more dieting and training and look better. So, yeah, you think about like uh, again, there's these easy wins that you can get with your food, your hydration, your sleep. You know, um, how many people are just getting their phone out of their bedroom? You know, it's just it, it's just these small. These are these are little things. And if you want to be better, you want to be a champion, you want to be in great shape you may say all these different things, all these results that you want to get, that you think that you might get from TRT, you can get a lot of great results just from training, just from your sleep, doing those things time and time again. And I think that once you start to develop those habits of doing that, that's then when you can double down and say, look, I want to take it a step further. Yeah, I agree. Because, I mean, I think that people don't, it's an interesting thing. I think a lot of people that are natural, they tend to overtrain. They tend to overdo it. Over diet. They tend to over diet. They tend to over, the guys that take stuff a lot of times are more seasoned and they're a little bit more patient. Not always, because it, you know, it, it's all over the place, especially nowadays. Yeah. Um, but usually the guys that are taking stuff, especially in the past, they were guys that were training for much longer. Yeah. Yeah, they're already lifting for much longer, so they usually had more knowledge. But I think the basics are always going to be the basics are like the basics are still important to me. You know, I've yeah, been using since I was 25, so yeah. it's still important for me to get my sleep. I'm still working on it all the time. Yeah, I'm still a work in progress. Yeah, that's why I was saying I don't really like think like gear is not like a converse. Like I don't, I don't think about that part i'm mm -hmm. just always thinking about the basics and i know you know i'm not the best at being on track with that stuff like you know i don't know i just haven't been the most consistent with pinning and stuff but i'm just not even focused on that i'm focused on my training my cardio my diet and then i know that that's just supplementing all those things so i can do more of those and recover but i don't even look at it like I don't know. I just don't focus. I just don't even think like that. Mm. Okay, let's try this. All right. One, two, three, up. Oh, yeah. That's fucking heavy. Four. Let's do one. Yep. Good. Get set. Shit. Art, you've been in the fitness world and online for a long time. A long ass time. And uh, I think that there's been a shift like just in the culture surrounding steroids. Ooh. And what has it been like for you watching that shift? And with somebody with like- Go to a while, like two plates would be good. It's like he, does, he doesn't come or out- Or 275 would be good. He okay. doesn't come out and say that he's on gear, mm -hmm. uses gear. Yeah. 
everybody just kind of assumes it. Even his comments, there's not really anybody saying, mm -hmm. like, talk about your gear usage, yeah. like you're influencing all these people to yeah. do it, you know. So. It's, um, yeah, it's never, it's, um, it's never been an advantage to talk about it. I don't think ever, I don't think it's ever been an advantage to talk about steroids. I think it's only been pretty much negative. I think that, uh, people will never really understand them. There's a lot of pharmaceuticals that people use. There's a lot of things that people utilize in their day to day. I was just watching Shark Tank the other day and they, they took these bottles of wine, these bottles of beer and they put a cup on the end of it and they were just downing it and they were all laughing, you know? So there's certain things that are acceptable and there's certain things that aren't. And steroids are not acceptable. They're just, they're not an acceptable thing. Not only not in this country, but in other countries as well. It's, uh, it's fairly like frowned upon. I think that people think it's an unfair advantage. They think it's cheating. And I would agree with that if if you're taking them and you're in a given sport where you're agreeing that you're not taking them and you are taking them, then you are breaking the rules. Um, but if you don't adhere to certain ethics of sports and, and you're just trying to uh, have yourself look better and feel stronger, uh, I never saw anything wrong with it. And that's why I've always been open to share it. But there's never been an advantage on my side of sharing it. The only, thing I, the only claim to fame I guess I could have is like, I'm one of the first, one of the first people to, you know, openly talk about it in my brother's documentary, Bigger, Stronger, Faster, which is from like 9,000 years ago at this point. And then you hear, you know, other people commending some other people that, that have, you know, talked about it via social media, but I was the first man through the wall and the first guy through the wall gets pretty bloody and gets pretty roughed up. And now it's not a big deal because all these guys, what they do is they hide behind TRT and they're like, yeah, you know, I get it prescribed. <laughs> they're not only getting it prescribed. Let's just let's just put it that way. All right. Wait, do you get a load of this hunk of man, Kenny Williams? Yep. Oh. Yep. Two. Yep. Three. Four, five, go for six, come on. Yep, yep. Whoa, that was perfect. Oh yeah. Ooh, that turned me red. It is stormy. Oh what man. What you want on there? Do two plates for one last set. Yep. Oh. I'll do two plates after you, and we can move on to something else. Oh, we're not allowed to use the word peptides, huh? I don't know. Is we not allowed? To use I was that? gonna say. I mean, especially nowadays, like yeah, there's TRT, but you go through good companies like Merrick and make sure it's yeah. real. But there's also tons of other stuff, alternatives you could be using. That's still technically a like natural pathway like i know that there's stuff that i don't want to get into it but there's other things you could use l-carnitine mm -hmm. just a bunch of little stuff that you could start adding into the mix that could give you maybe the results you want without having to take the step into using gear and then have to deal with all the side effects and stuff right. absolutely and even just <laughs> Getting on a regimen of 
training, eating, some supplementation. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that I think, you know, magnesium or like a B vitamin is necessarily super beneficial, but if you research some of these things and you pay attention to some of this stuff and you have, you get leg cramps and stuff like that and you replace some things with water and electrolytes and making sure you're hydrated, if you can figure out a way to start to stay ahead, your progress is gonna be huge. You know, you keep in mind, someone like Stan Efferding was 115 pounds when he was in high school and he was a soccer player. And not just because some of the people you hear about now, they now use performance enhancing drugs. They didn't necessarily just start out blasting that out of nowhere. They usually yeah. start out by lifting, like he got into power lift. That's how he got into power lifting. He was undersized and he was bodybuilding and he would continually suppress his own natural hormones, own natural testosterone. He would overtrain all the time. Then he ran into a guy at the gym He's like, dude, you need to like rest in between sets and you need some days off. You're here all the time. And Stan was always like, ah, the guy knows nothing. Stan finally listened to that guy and he gained like 30 pounds. But yeah. just, I mean, still through natural means. So it's not 30 pounds of muscle. It's right. probably like 10 pounds of muscle or eight pounds of muscle or something like that. But by doing something new and doing something different and investigating and looking into it, you can make some really outstanding progress. Oh, yeah. All right, good set. One, two, three, up. Let's rack it. Rest a little bit. We'll do a little rest pause. Okay. Yeah, shake her off a little bit. All right, when you're ready. Oh, shit. Okay. One, two, three, up. Five, six, yep, seven. Good. Okay. Nice. Oh. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. That was a good pump. Yeah, it's understandable, you know, so many people, they want to. They want to get to it right away. It's totally understandable. I was that way. I didn't hear about it on the internet when I was a kid. There was no internet. But I did read about it a lot. And I was always really, really fascinated. Uh, you know, when I'd look in those magazines and I'd see how big those guys were and how strong they were and stuff, I was always like, man, this is really cool. One day, you know, at an appropriate time, I'd like to, you know, think about this. But as a kid, I didn't think about it. You know, when I was 18 and 20, I, I was just like, I'm just going to go train and try this creatine and like see what happens with some of these things. And it felt great. You know, it felt great to make the progress that way. Um, I got to a certain like size and it started to be more difficult for me to get bigger and leaner kind of at the same time. And... Uh, if I had the information that I have now, I could have probably continued onward. But th from the information I had back then, it just was getting to be super challenging for me to make any further progress. Anytime I'd try to get bigger, I would sort of just get fat. Anytime I tried to get leaner, I would kind of just get skinny. And so it was like this weird balancing act. The only thing I was good at was getting stronger. 
I was always good at getting stronger. And I was able to achieve some pretty good uh, strength naturally. But when it came to the physique stuff, I wanted a little bit more. So that's why I made the decision. And also I was in professional wrestling at the time. And so, you know, when you see most of the people around you doing, doing something similar, you're like, well, this is just... This is just part of it. And I was excited to do it anyway because I wanted to get, because getting stronger and getting in better shape is something that I'm addicted to that I really like. Oosh. Yeah, that is true. I but mean, I love it. So I was excited about it. You know? That was natural. There was no in-between. Like, there was no good recomp. I was either fat, oh. I was soft and fat, or I was just small. Yep. 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 Three more, three more. One, two, three. Ooh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Whoa, I'm feeling that. Mm-hmm. I'll try a couple more reps. Let's see if I can get like six, six more reps. 56 mm. more reps. You know, the other thing is I, I think, like, I'm not going to change anybody's mind, and I'm not here to try to change anyone's mind. I'll just say, you know, if you watch Bigger, Stronger, Faster, I say I love steroids. I'll be on and off them the rest of my life. I still think that's the case. They've been awesome to me. However... <laughs> I think it's important that you train and that you train hard and that you push on yourself and that you, I know so many people that are still stuck on the motivation side of things. They're still having a hard time getting into the gym. They're still having a hard time even just acquiring a good pump or just pushing into a hard leg workout. So you can do what you want. And again, I'm not here to change your mind, but I'd rather see you develop the discipline and the habits and learn how to push and learn the value of when you come out the other side after doing something difficult, I would love for you to know how that feels first before you start taking any drastic measures. Let's see if we can get some reppies here. Oh. One, two, three. Four, five, six, eight, eight, seven, eight. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That was devastating. We just, uh, we just hit up some chest. We did, I don't know, like 12 sets, 15 sets, maybe, what, three different exercises? Yep, we did fly, bench, machine press. Probably finish with some dumbbell flies or something like that too on the way out the door. Mm -hmm. Get a little extra. Pretty efficient workout. Got in, got out, got a good pump, got a good podcast. What's in your uh, little shaker bottle today? Just water or what do you got in there? Uh, I have water and I'm not doing carbs right now. I'm doing... Just bleep out whatever he says next so we don't get yeah, shut down. I'm, I'm not doing carbs right now in my intra workout. I'm doing... Uh, I have fruit punch hydration pack within you. Not trying to plug them, but that's just what's in there. I miss the blueberry lemon, but it's whatever. Mm. And then EAAs. And that's it. So, 
What about you? Uh, let's see. So this morning, after my run, I ran with Jeremy Miller, who was a guest that we had on the Power Project today. Uh, did seven miles with him today. That was really nice. Felt really good. He's a way better runner than me, so it was kind of fun to try to keep up. And he's 26 years old. Oh, wow. And then I'm finishing my day here with a guy that's, what, 22 years old? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm just getting my ass kicked all over the place today by people that are younger than me. But it feels good. When I got done with my run, I had some rice and grinds and some full, 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 <laughs> or sorry, total carnivore steak shake. And it was the peanut butter, mm. rice and grinds mixed with the chocolate total carnivore. And it was absolutely total fat kid style. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Jeremy loved it as too. Loved it as well. 70 grams of carbs, probably about eight or ten, maybe about 10 grams of fat with the full, with the total carnivore in there. Mm. Um, and I also threw in a little packet of uh, chocolate hydration yeah. to give it like a little salty flavor and kind of give it yeah. a, about three minutes in the microwave. That's all you need for the rice and grinds. Really great source of organic rice. Less for those iron. of you that are worried about like the glyphosate and all that kind of stuff on the yeah. rice. Yeah, way less iron than the orange original cream of rice and it's super consistent when it comes to digestion. Um, and for me, my favorite flavor is chocolate brownie, even though I just ran out and brown sugar cinnamon or whatever. I do like a scoop and a half. I microwave it for three minutes. I let it sit out harden and then I drizzle almond butter over it. Oh man. It's like a cake and I put uh it's the way what flavor? Vanilla? No. Chocolate with the chocolate brownie. It's tits. Mm. Mm -hmm. Let's see when I got done uh so then I, I podcasted as well and then I came back home and I knew I was going to be lifting with him so I ate a little bit more rice had a little bit of beans a little bit of steak a little bit of bone broth in there and just cooked it up in a big old pot and shared half of it with my son who mm. didn't even come over here and train so I don't know if he should be eating that way unless he's lifting but <clears throat> anyway got a great workout in here with today with Kenny and as always you know in my shaker cup is almost always EAAs uh, and electrolytes and sometimes there's a little creatine thrown in there as well. I didn't mm, want to really creatine, break the bank maybe, with that one, but. Yeah, maybe pre-workout next time we'll take a little bit. I don't know if I can say that. Feel well, that, feel that, that feels good, feel that. Oh yeah, you gotta feel, feel the, tri you gotta feel the tricep. Yeah, that's pretty big. Only for the bicep. Oh yeah, oh shit, it's peaked. Yeah, yeah. but uh, the good thing about rice and grinds is on prep, <laughs> it's just rice. It's just broken down rice, so. Let's say you have six ounces of chicken and 50 grams of carbs from rice. I could be eating chocolate rice with my chicken. It's fucking delicious. So mm. variety makes it easier to diet. I'm not just trying to pitch stuff to you guys, but I do think that it's helpful if you're trying to stick to a plan. It's better when the food tastes good. So makes a huge difference. Where yeah. can people find it? People can find it at pridefoods.com. It's rice and grinds. They also have almond butter. That's also tits. It tastes amazing. Salted chocolate, brown sugar, cinnamon, and honey. Mm. So go grab those and let us know what you think, but use code anabolic10 to save money. I think that's it. Strength is never a weakness. Weakness is never a strength. Catch you guys later. <sighs>
thumbnail. thumbnail. I know where my thumbnail is going to be, right here. My observation, you know, of you is that you're able to have pretty high intensity. Like you're able to train pretty heavy. You're able to train for a pretty long duration and you're able to have high frequency and you're also able to have like pretty good overall volume. So you have like the volume of everything like cranked up pretty good most of the time because you can handle that because you're fit and you're a good athlete. And then I think maybe now it's like you got to probably pick like two of those dials to probably turn down a bunch. Especially in a deficit, not going to the like caffeine or energy drink when you know that your energy could be up here and the workout could be that much better and you're just gonna feel like shit if you don't take it, but you know that you'll probably sleep better if you don't take it. It's hard not to just reach for it and go, I'm gonna have a fucking amazing workout. And then you get in a cycle and then you get dependent on it and that's where I'm at.